Test, test, <clears throat> testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, we're doing a nightcap today, we're doing a nightcap, it's dark out, we're doing this uh, under the pale moonlight, we're doing this under the pale moonlight, it's about eight o'clock, we're doing an eighter, we're on the couch, we're doing a couch cast, okay, we're doing a couch cast at night, all-encompassing, comfortable, caressing, caring, careful, cautious, courageous. Communist. I'm running out of C words. Cunty. Cast. We're doing a couch cast. We're we're just, you know, <laughs> Kind of doing it all here, folks. We're doing it all here, folks. This is on the heels of me completing a quest to find a 2032 lithium battery. They are not the easiest of things to find in this world. They're not, it's not, I wouldn't call it necessarily extremely difficult, but it's not very easy to find. If you're a person like I am, who wants to has no patience and wants things now and will throw a fit if uh, you don't get them when you want them, then sometimes ordering online is a bit of an issue. Even with Amazon Prime. I don't want it in two days. I want it tonight. And so I embarked on a journey to find this battery, and I did find it. Just so you know, it was for, I had to replace the battery in my, the key fob of my key. Because if the battery dies, it's a push to start. Daddy's driving a push to start. You you know, I mean, you know what it is. You know what it is. Daddy's driving around a push to start. Daddy's no slouch. Daddy's doing this. Daddy's doing that. Daddy's doing a couch cast. I had to get new batteries for the fob because I, you know. Daddy's doing okay, but he's not doing amazing. I'm not. I didn't buy a brand new push to start. I bought a certified pre-owned, a certified pre-owned, and apparently in the years that it was owned pre-me, um, the battery had died, and my car gave me an alert that the car battery's key fob or the 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 key fob battery was low, so I had to go find a fucking battery for it, and I did, and I found it. I did find it, and uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. It's I've never even seen a battery that looks like a quarter. I guess I have seen them, but I've never used a circular little fucking, co- what do you call it, Commun- it looks like a communion wafer, these batteries. But we're doing a couch cast after that, um, you know, uh, what would you call it? The what would you call the uh, the journey to Mordor? That's in the Lord of the Rings, right? What do you call that? You call that a journey? Do you call that a uh, we uh, we call it when when an an escapade or 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 uh, we call it when you go on like a uh, like an arduous you know mission? Like what do you call that? You're embarking on a quest. You're embarking on a a, a, a rigor. A, what, do you, what do you call? It? I don't know. I'm looking for a word. I can't find a word. There's a word that I know that I know, but it's not coming to me right now, and it upsets me that I don't I, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue right now. But listen, we'll probably find it along the way. That's what this podcast is about. We're finding things along the way. Okay. We brainstorm, we think things out. We don't have prerequisite sound bites. This is not Maddow. This is not Tucker. This is not fucking Hannity. This is not Brian Stelter, that whatever he's doing, that fucking, that, 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 that mini Poland spring bottle fuck. That's enough from you. Sorry, my cats get a little vocal when I uh, mentioned Stelter. 
They're Patriots, my cats. They're they're Hannity and Carlson listeners. In fact, they're so patriotic that they followed Bill O'Reilly to wherever he went after Fox. They're Bill O'Reilly fans, my cats. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't have liberal cats. Are you out of your fucking mind? Are you out of your fucking skull? You think I have liberal cats? I don't think there's a single cat that's liberal. I don't think there might be some lib dogs. And I'm a dog lover. I love dogs. Okay? I I should I, I'm going to use that terminology. I love dogs. Dog lover sounds a little sexual. Um but there's some lib dogs. There's some lib dogs. They're they're a little lib. There's some lib dogs. What are you you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Not my dogs. Captain? Are you fucking kidding me? You think Captain's a fucking little? No, dude. He fucking humps every fucking woman that walks through the door. Okay? Why? To establish dominance. You say, Zach, why is it only women? And this is true, by the way. He doesn't really do it with men. He does it with women. Captain, he's a little, uh, he's a little Shih Tzu poodle mix. Okay? The, we got him from the shell. They beat the fuck out of him before me. Before we got him, they were just beating the shit out of this fucking dog. And uh, it was like he wasn't they didn't feed him. And then they then they fed him too much in the shelter. And so he was super fucking fat. One time I took my dog is when I was in high school. We got him as uh, my sophomore year. We got captain my sophomore year and I took him for a walk. It was just a mile loop. I just took him for a mile walk. And, um, I noticed like not even halfway through, like he was dragging ass. Like I was like, what the fuck? You got four legs. You got four legs. You abused little pig. Let's fucking pick up the pace here. We get home. He wouldn't move. Like he, you would try to make him stand up. He kept falling over on his side. And I thought I'd kill, I, I thought I'd killed this dog. I thought I'd killed this dog. And I'm so fucked up in my mind, in my high school, egotistical, narcissistic mind. I was like, you know, maybe I, because I, there were points where I thought maybe I did kill him and he wasn't going to make it. And I was like, maybe this is good because now he's out of his misery, which is insane. I've had, like, I had those thoughts and I was like, I look back on that and I'm like, that's a, that was an insane, that was a psycho moment of mine. Trying to excuse the fact that, I killed my dog, like trying to just trying to just because I didn't want to have to admit that I had made such a terrible error, that I had such a a, a lapse of judgment in continuing on with this walk that I took him on, even though he was displaying signs of exhaustion. Like I in my fucking sophomore mind was trying to justify that because I wanted to be right. And it's a psycho behavior. But, you know, we leave the past in the past. And he didn't die. He became quite strong. He is a strong boy. But the boy has the inclination to be dominant, particularly over women. I don't know why. But I do know why. It's because he believes in tradition. He believes in masculinity. My dog believes that... The man should be the provider and the woman should be subservient. And he wants to make sure that every woman that enters his territory understands his position on feminism, the toxic masculinity narrative, and gender roles. That's why. Every time I, every time my girlfriend and I go up to my mom's, Captain, even though he knows, Captain knows Amanda. He knows her. He knows her. He's met her multiple times. He also seems, I think he might, in the the heart of hearts, I think I know, I think he knows she's my woman. But it's almost like a thing where I sit down, he hops up on me immediately because he's my dog. Like, he's a big dog, you know? He's the bro. He's the broski, right? He's my man. He's the big fucking dog. He comes up, I pet him, and then Amanda will sit down. And then it's like, it's almost like there's a moment where he looks at me and goes, listen, listen, this isn't sexual. 
this isn't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, out alpha you in front of your girl. I'm not trying to take your girl away from you, but you know what I have to do here. I got to go fucking send a message to these women. And I go, hey, you know what? I'm kind of sick of the feminist fucking narrative too. Why don't you go fucking, you know? And so it's just, it is what it is. There's some lib dogs, not mine, but there's some lib dogs, but there's never a lib cat because cats are too... Cats are too, like, shh, but not shh. I don't want to get the fucking, you know, anti-Semitism is a hot topic. I was about to say shifty. Whoa. Whoa. I don't want to do, you know, I'm not trying to introduce that narrative into this podcast. I love all Jews. I love Jews, and I, I anything that's ever happened to a Jew is bad, and I, I think that Israel should continue to fucking blow up children in Palestine and just take their houses and I just Jews should do whatever they want and never nobody should ever say anything ever that's what I'll say that's what I'll say about it you say can you expand on that I'm not sure what you mean it seems like you no no no, I'm not going to expand on it I'm not I, I have no intention of expanding on it you take from that what you will okay I forget what I was uh car battery the well key fob battery um Men and women gender roles. What was I? T- I forget what I was talking about. Talking about speaking of men and women, by the way. Um. You know, I've I've been saying that the the show has been growing, and I thank you all for supporting the show. You know, you know that I couldn't do it without you. But um. With Spotify, I get to see the 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 breakdown in gender of my audience, and there's still about like a thirteen, I think yeah, I think it was thirteen percent women are listening to the show. Um, and I don't know. That's only Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google, you know, Rockfin, like all all the other. I don't I don't get to see the gender breakdown of my audience. But on Spotify, it's about 13% women. I'm assuming it's somewhat similar on the other platforms. But to the ladies, to the ladies in the house, um, one, you are the boss bitches. Not the, not the women on Twitter who's like, whose pussy is out. And they're like, I'm a boss bitch and I don't fucking I make my own money but I also he pays for me because I'm so hot and my pussy just completely envelops these shorts that I'm in those aren't the boss bitches you're the boss bitch let me tell you something to the I'm talking to the women in the crowd listen hey hey put your hands up talking to them you're the boss bitch and it's interesting too because I have a it's clear that when I am expressing my inner thoughts, when I'm telling stories, when I am, uh, you know, basically everything except my political analysis, anything having to do with personal shit that I spew on this godforsaken recorded medium we call a podcast, um, is from a male perspective because I'm a, I'm a man. And so it's usually directed. The, the, I could see how if if a woman listened to this podcast, they would believe that this is directed specifically toward men. I understand that. I understand how somebody could believe that. I don't mean it to be, but I get how it could be because, I listen. You're listening to a person who's speaking into a microphone from a male perspective. I've got the male brain, you know. But I will say to the women who, who do stick around amidst all my bullshit sexist jokes, um, you have a very unique opportunity. You get to kind of, you get to, obs- you're a cold observer to the situation. You can become a cold observer to the situation, right? So particularly as of late, I've seen a jump in numbers and they've basically all been men. According to Spotify, and I'm a, like I said, I'm I'm gonna take that uh, and and assume that's happening on the other platforms. So 
clearly men have been more and more men have been listening to this podcast. And so my assumption would be that I'm lately, whether through guests or social media promotion or topics discussed or, or whatever, something I've been doing has appealed to men. And you as a woman can sit and observe. What is it that I am doing? Is it something about what I'm discussing? Is it, is it like I said, social media? Is it the guests that I have on? You get to be the cold observer. The cold observer is always a fantastic position to be in because you are um, in no way obligated to invest any type of emotion or or money, or anything into it. You just get to observe, right? And so I would encourage the women who listen to this podcast to tell other women to listen to this podcast because in from your perspective, I'm kind of the, I'm the mice. I'm the lab mice. I'm the lab mouse. I'm the lab mouse. You get to see you know, you get to observe. So we have the we have the constant, right? There seems to be a constant. What I am doing is attracting men to listen, right? That's the constant. You get to find out what is leading to that, right? You get to find out what variables can be introduced in these exper- in, in this in this podcast experiment that we call unfit statesman what variables are leading to this specific outcome in a scientific experiment there's constants and variables the variables are the experimental things that become introduced to the circumstance and as you as a woman I'm talking to lace you as a woman get to observe what I am doing that makes men want to listen to me. Not a vast proportion of the population of men, but a, a decent, you know, enough for me to not kill myself and continue to do this weekly. So what is it? You get to do that. Because we as men, we're just being men, okay? We're too busy being men. We're out there fucking working, jerking, watching ladies be twerking. You get the fucking, you know the fucking drill. So you get to watch. Be a cold observer. Take this opportunity to be a cold observer. Use me as your lab mouse. I'm mommy's little science experiment. I'm mommy's little science. That's the title. God, am I not a walking fucking title factory I'm a fucking title producer I am a fucking conveyor belt of podcast titles mommy's little science experiment now by the way this that's not set in stone I may come up with something even more ingenious along the way but for now mommy's little science experiment will be the title Um, it's a Saturday, woke up early, um, and we got McDonald's breakfast. My girlfriend and I, we got McDonald's breakfast and this has become a pattern over the past month, uh, to just wake up on the weekends and get McDonald's breakfast because, um, before about a month ago, my girlfriend had never had McDonald's breakfast. She had never had it because my girlfriend grew up in New Jersey. She grew up in a town where uh, uh, they don't even allow like fast food chains in the fucking town. It's a it's a upscale Jewish town, so they don't even allow fast food restaurants there. Um, but me being the good Midwest. Middle class boy that I am, red, white, and blue, pumping through my veins, baby. Um, we love restaurant chains where I'm from. South Dakota, restaurant chain haven. Okay? 
McDonald's, Wendy's, Arby's, Hardee's, Five Guys, Culver's, Sonic. Come on. Come the fuck on about it. You know? Come the fuck on about it. That And that extends into, like, the... Uh, like the sit down and the diner. So like IHOP, uh, Denny's, Perkins. We've got Ruby Tuesday, uh, Red Robin, Olive Garden, TGI Fridays. The fucking ship. Dude, we've got every fucking chain restaurant right then and there. And we love it. We love it. Okay. Another thing about good Midwestern boys, good Midwestern people. We're early risers. We get up early in the morning. Right? Even the drug addicts and alcoholics, they just, they're up. Seven hits at the latest? You're the, you're you're out of bed, man. Heels hitting the ground. No later than seven. And so, you know, the Midwest folk, they're good fast food breakfast people. And uh, Burger, Burger King has pretty good breakfast too. The croissants you got to get you got to get the croissant. It's a croissant. You get the hash browns, and then Burger King had Cine Minis at one point. I think they got rid of it, but the Cine Minis are the shit, the absolute shit. Um, but before a month ago, my girlfriend had never had a, she'd never experienced the bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Never, not once. Didn't even know it existed. And I forget why I did it. I don't know why. I mean, I think I was just up early on a weekend. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go get a fucking, I'm going to go get him a griddle. I'm going to fucking get him a griddle. And I got her one. And as the, the moment she wrapped her half Jewish lips around that fucking masterpiece of a breakfast sandwich. She fell in love. Swiftly, passionately, deeply, and uh, unendingly, she fell in love. And so, over the past couple of weekends, few weekends, like three or four weekends, we've just been getting fucking McDonald's brekkie. You're just getting brekkie sammies from McDonald's. And uh, because I've been frequenting the McDonald's drive through window, I've kind of noticed, I've had a few times, there's been a few times, where they've gotten the order wrong. And then I become enraged. I get home, I become enraged. Um, and, you know, it shifts the dynamic of the day based on my mood. Uh, that is really heavily influenced by the accuracy of my order. But through this, I created a hierarchy that basically structures and explains the uh, likeliness, the likelihood of you getting an inaccurate order. Okay? And yes, this is demographic, race, sex, and age-based. This is a trigger warning. This is not, hey, my hierarchy of McDonald's uh, uh, order accuracy is not woke approved. (sighs) I've kind of found that I like breathing into the mic. It's gross. I feel gross about it, but that's kind of what I like it. Um, so the first, like the top notch guarantee, almost guarantee, you're, you're sitting about 95% chance that you're not going to get the correct order on this one is the young minority female. And when I say young, I'm saying 16 to 22 student, high school, college. The young minority female. It's about a 95% chance that you are not going to receive the correct order. Okay? If, if a young minority female is handling your order. 
young white female is close behind her at about an 85%. 85% chance that you will receive an incorrect order if there is a young white female uh, taking your order. Young male, regardless of race, white, Mexican, black, doesn't matter. Young male, there's a, it drops way down. It goes about 45 to 50% chance you're going to get the, the wrong order with young males of all races. Older white, uh, uh, older white women and older black men. When I say older, I mean 22 and onward. You're sitting about a 15% chance. So the older, post-22 years old black woman and white man, you got about a 15% chance of getting the wrong order. Older black women... And older white men, you have a 0% chance of getting the wrong order. They're going to be on top of it. Okay? And so that's the fast food worker hierarchy. I don't know if it... So most of it seems to have a correlation to the attitude of the worker. I don't think it has to do with aptitude. I think it has to do with attitude. And that's just my opinion. I'm not a big bell curve guy. I'm not saying the young minority female is dumb or just too dumb to put together an order. I think the young minority female has no intention of of getting that order correct. And I think the young minority female probably doesn't give a shit about whether or not she's fired. Um, and neither does the young white female. Um, but basically here's what I'll say. If you go to a fast food drive-thru, you better hope for a man because the women are not going to be, it's not good. You have a better likelihood of getting your order right with men than you do with women. Um, and that ties back to, you know, that's probably a reason that captain is, is, a person who, or a dog who thinks that uh, it should be well known that in his uh, territory, you know, men are men and women are women. He's not fucking, he's no fan of fucking trans men, trans women competing in women's sports. I can't imagine. There was a missile Fired into Poland, killed 12 people, something like that. And within the first, I don't know, 10 hours of that circumstance, there was a multitude of, of, uh, of articles that were written explaining how a Russian missile had uh, had landed in Poland and killed however many, I forget, it was like 12 or something like that. I don't know what it was. And, you know, that's big. Because, by the way, if, Russia's, if Russia sends a missile to Poland and kills 12, that triggers what's called Article 5 of NATO's agreement, which means if one NATO country is invaded, every one of the NATO countries declares war against the country that was the aggressor. Okay, so if Russia, you know, sends a missile into Poland, we are now in World War III, basically. So it's a big deal. Right, that happens. It's a very big deal because if it is in fact a Russian missile that was sent into Poland, 
um, NATO then attacks Russia. When NATO attacks Russia, I can only assume China, North Korea, Iran, uh, you know, all the people that hate America. They're, we're, well, we're just, we're going to go to World War Three. That's, that's what happens if Russia bombs Poland. And then maybe, I don't know, three hours after those articles are written, four hours, all of a sudden it comes out that, wait, this, this, we, we analyzed the, the, the artillery and, uh, the material and all the this was Ukrainian. This was a Ukrainian missile that was launched into Poland. And now we've got a weird thing here because if you know your geography, um basically Russia is pretty much directly to the right of Ukraine and Poland is directly to the left. Uh, and Ukraine said that they were trying to shoot down a Russian missile and it missed and went into Poland. The problem is any Russian missile would be coming from the right to the east of their country, not to the west. Why were they sending missiles to the west? Now, the idea behind this, the conspiracy theory, the spiracy and scandal aspect of this uh, circumstance would be that Ukraine attempted to stage a Russian missile launch against Poland to trigger to trigger triggle on triggle come on triggle hey triggle what triggle get down triggle's climbing the fence again get down triggle Oh, you're going to triggle down if you're not careful. <laughs> that they were trying to stage a Russian invasion of Poland, a Russian attack of Poland so they could trigger Article 5 so that all of NATO would have to declare war. Take this fucking sock off. Against Russia. They'd have to declare war against Russia. And I think at this point, I, I think everybody can have, the, you have the green light to say that you hate Ukraine and that you hate Zelensky. And it's clear at this point that he is attempting to drag the rest of the world into a global nuclear conflict because that's what it would be, just so you know. If everybody, if NATO engages in this, it's not World War One and it's not World War Two. It's not Vietnam, right? It's not the Gulf War. It's not Afghanistan. It's not Iraq. This is a different level of war that would be engaged in, and Zelensky is trying to trigger it. He's trying to drag the globe into a nuclear conflict. He's trying to... He's basically saying, if I can't get my way, everybody should have to suffer. Now, I, 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 I empathize and sympathize with the people of the Ukraine who have had to fucking deal with this. It's horrible. It's absolutely disgusting. But the Ukrainian political establishment that refuses to engage in compromise with Russia, I hate them. If Zelensky, if there was a video, I'm serious about this, if there was a video that was released tomorrow on Twitter of Zelensky being shot in the head, I wouldn't give a fuck. I think Zelensky is a, is a problem. I think Zelensky is a person who is deeply, deeply narcissistic. I think he feels that NATO owes Ukraine. I think he feels... And this is, by the way, this is after he was allowing 
NATO and American influence to run rampant throughout the country, knowing that it would trigger, if not a Russian invasion, certainly a bloody, uh, and it was already ongoing, but even a bloodier and more violent civil war, because he felt that the Donbass region, who never accepted Ukraine as their homeland, they never considered themselves to be a part of Ukraine. He wanted to force them to be a part of Ukraine. He said, fuck you, fuck your culture, fuck your language. You're going to do what I say. That's not so woke. That's not so neat or cool. But he's selfish. And he's quite, in my opinion, intellectually immature. And so because he's realizing that this war is running out of steam as far as the focus it's getting from the rest of the world and the rest of the mainstream, the world's media and the populace, he's getting annoyed that the attention is not on him anymore. So why wouldn't he try to trigger Article 5? In his mind, if he's not getting his way, nobody, nobody should be able to sit and ignore it. Ignore it. It's a selfish thing. He's an entitled little shit. And so I'm getting annoyed with him. I'm getting annoyed with him. He's trying to drag us into a nuclear conflict, a nuclear holocaust. I mean, if you think for one second that Russia and America and China and Israel and the UK and everybody, if you think we go to war in World War III and there's no nukes dropped? So I'm getting annoyed with him. Plus the zip-up jackets. Enough. You're not you're not on the front lines. Start wearing the suit again, please. Enough with the zip-up fucking jackets. Oh yeah, it's army green. It's that fucking. It's that post. Uh, you know, it's that post twelve rack. Uh, hangover shit green that you've got on your fucking chest. Enough. Stop wearing zip-up jackets. Put a suit on. <laughs> Enough. Enough. There was a protest in France. Thousands of people. Thou- and by the way, American media never covers like mass protests in other countries. They didn't cover the UK lockdown protests. They're not covering the uh, protests in Brazil of the uh, they're protesting the liberal like left wing uh, person that was elected. There's like tens of thousands of people in the streets of Brazil the 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 truckers and the farmers like there's a, like you you look at this from an aerial view and it looks like there's 50,000 fucking people there in Paris you have people protesting uh NATO membership they don't want to be a part of NATO and i agree with them i don't think NATO should be a thing i think NATO's stupid i think the idea that if one country is offended or invaded that the rest of the fucking you know NATO apparatus has to then say, okay, well, this is our problem now is insane. Basically, what NATO does, NATO only guarantees world war. That's the only thing it does. It does nothing else. You say, oh, NATO prevents world war because the person that invades the NATO country doesn't want to have to deal with the other countries. No. No, I don't think it does that because NATO is the one that's expanding and is on the offensive. It'd be one thing if NATO never expanded and it stayed uh, within the boundaries that it guaranteed to the Soviet Union, to the former Soviet Union, when they uh, tore down the, uh, the wall between East and West Germany. But we're on the offensive. NATO's on the offensive. So at this point, the only thing that we're doing is attacking countries, basically making them feel cornered. And then when they attack, 
we go, that's Article 5. All of us have to go to war now. And so now it's World War Three, four, five. if we could even get to 5. If the human race is, is even uh, a, 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 a live species at that point. NATO only guarantees world war. There's no need to have it. There's no need to have it. So I agree with these fucking smelly French fucks that we there we I I don't want I don't want the US to be a part uh, part of NATO. And if the US is not a part of NATO, then there's no reason to have NATO. NATO's fucking stupid. And it's dangerous. And it sucks money from the taxpayer, and it's just it's a sh- it's it's a shitty imperialist fascist fucking uh, uh, you know t- tyrannical geopolitical force that's done no good. It's not it's not helped further global peace. It is constantly impeding on uh, on on progress. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. NATO as an entity is ridiculous. Right? So you got the French, they're waving their flags, which is ironic because the French historically have been motherfuckers when it comes to war. They, they tend to incite the French. If you look back historically, the French have tended to incite conflict. Um, Vietnam. They, they basically gaslit, or not gaslit, that's not the right word, but they, they, they sent, they, the reason that America was involved in the war in Vietnam was because of the French, right? So, at post-world, America liberated Vietnam from the Japanese, and they, the Vietnamese loved America. Ho Chi Minh was writing... Eisenhower like letters. Was it Eisenhower? Who was the who was the president immediately after World War II? I think it was Eisenhower. Doesn't matter. Ho Chi Minh loved America. The Vietnamese loved America because they liberated them from the Japanese. Japanese were cocksuckers during World War II. And um they were cocksuckers. They fucking... The way they... They ran through Ch- the rape of Nanking. Right? Dude, they tore into the Filipinos. They fucking tore into the Filipinos, the Japanese. Japanese were crazy. I think it's safe to say that they're... They, they, I think it's safe to say they were wilding. They were wilding out in World War Two. They were fucking insane, the Japanese. And they tore, they ran through the Philippines. They fucked them up. In fact, I think the Filipinos still hate the Japanese. We're going to call my friend right now. My good friend. His name's Kevin. He's a, he's a Filipino. <clears throat> and he's a true Filipino. Not one of those fucking people who were, you know. It's not like the fucking, you know, the bitch that says she's Mexican, but her you know, it was her great great grandmother that came to America. Shut up, bitch! You're not Mexican. No, Kevin was uh, born in the Philippines and spent some of his uh, his basically his elementary school years in the Filipino or the Philippines. And you'll you'll realize that he's Filipino as soon as you realize that you're not understanding a single fucking word that he's saying to me if he fucking answers his call. Come on. Please leave your message for... Hey, Kev, I'm just calling to find out how much you hate the Japanese. Give me a call back. Yeah, I just know that they are no fan of the Japanese because they just fucked them up. Um, But the point was that... um, after we liberated Vietnam from the Japanese, they loved us. And prior to the 
the Japanese invading Vietnam, Vietnam was a French colony. And the French, immediately after we liberated Vietnam from, J- from Japan, they said, okay, this is ours now. And Vietnam went, nope, nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to be independent now. And France went, hey, America, can you do something about this? They're acting up. They're getting a little fucking wild here. They're saying we're not going to be a French colony anymore. And at first, America went, yeah, no, they shouldn't be. They let Just let them be independent. Just let them be independent. And then the French went, yeah, but you kind of owe us over the years. You know, the, you, were, you wouldn't be a country without... You wouldn't have been a country without our help in the Revolutionary War. We've done something. And so basically, the French guilted us into the initial um the initial uh, what do you call it breach of of vietnam activity and so based on a stupid fucking you know goodwill contingency that we had with the fucking retarded french we got involved with vietnam right and right now, this is the same shit. We have contingencies. We have these things that we... We have, like, agreements and, like, goodwill contingencies with these countries that I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a flying fuck if Poland goes down. I'm sorry. That sounds cruel. Okay? And by the way, I... I of course. Of course. I don't want any individual to get hurt. I don't want any... I don't... I, I'm not for war. I'm not for politics. I'm not for government. I'm not for any of this shit. I truly don't even give a flying fuck about borders. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Right? I I, I hate them all. Because just to be clear, there was never a civilian-led global war. It was all political. All of these things are fucking political. It was, it's never like a group of civilians that grows enough support to charge against another country that leads into world war. It's not the people. It's the fucking politicians. And so I don't, I, I don't you know, I do care about the, the Polish people. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want any individual to be harmed. But... The idea that we would have to send American men and women, but mostly men, to go and fucking die because of Poland or because of any other, it doesn't matter, any any other country. I, I, I don't understand that. That doesn't register with me. I don't get it. You say, well, there's strategic interests in the region. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care, dude. I don't give a fuck about strategic interests. I don't give a fuck about strategic geopolitical positioning. I don't fucking care about that. And I thought this was supposed to be power to the people. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to be a little egotistical here and say I think probably a lot of Americans agree with me. They care very little about geopolitical, you know, where we are at in the geopolitical hierarchy, where we're at in, you know, in as far as military uh, positioning and and schematics and 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 you know strategy. I don't think Americans really give a fuck about that. I think they care about the fact that they're having more and more trouble feeding their families. I think they they are 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 struggling with the fact that you know I mean we have kids filming their parents because the kids think that the parents are are you know they're not woke enough I don't I'm sorry I understand that there are things that happen in the world that that are just horrendous I understand that. 
But this idea that we should intervene in, in, in negative situations because we have the ability to do so isn't even ideologically consistent uh, because there's a bunch of fucking horrendous acts and horrendous situations throughout the globe that we could influence by literally doing nothing. Look at Yemen. All we would have to do is stop sending the Saudis weapons. And then we don't have to contribute to that fucking genocide in Yemen. Let's just pull... Hey, here's an idea. By doing nothing, and literally I mean doing nothing, taking people, you know, eliminating some of the global military bases that we have, maybe, maybe... That will lessen the tension. We can literally do... We can literally have a, 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 a an influence by doing nothing. By actually allowing people to do nothing. Hey, people over in the, in the, in the uh, Southeast Pacific. Come on home. What are you doing over there? Yeah, it'd be horrible if China moved on Taiwan... But why the fuck are we going to send our people over there to die? What is that going to do? It's not like we have the military resources or positioning in that region to fight China if they chose to do that anyway. We'd fucking lose. You think that we can fight China from the sea when their mainland is right fucking there? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. But enough. It's enough fucking politics. What are we doing? What a fucking... What a fucking... Fox News? What are we, Newsmax? OAN? One American News? Come on now. Come on now. Uh, Where's in my notes here? Oh, yeah. A guy on social media said that I should consider putting out merch. And I don't know about you. You tell me this. I like to think that I'm a person who is self-aware. Um, at least to, to a, to a uh, somewhat respectable extent. I don't see myself as a guy who puts out merch. I don't see myself as that guy. I don't see, as, I see myself as a merch guy. I don't see this podcast as a merch podcast. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I've, I've, maybe people do, maybe people would consider buying my merch. I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. But my first assumption, my first level observation of this suggestion from a, uh, 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 loyal listener who I appreciate very much is that I think you're just wrong. I don't, I don't think people want merch. You might want merch. I don't think the majority of people want merch. That's just my assumption. But it did get me thinking because I was like, how is, like, usually for merch, you have to have, like, I don't know, sayings or things. You know, there has to be a brand, a brandable something that you put on a piece of merchandise and sell. And uh, I was thinking, I was like, if I were to do merch, what the fuck would I even do? I don't even, like, I could sell the logo of my podcast, but that's fucking gay. It's just gay, boy. And so, I started thinking, and it, it, they did start, the, like, the ideas started to come to me, you know, make a little money, make a little Molly cocktail, that could be a, some way a brandable and marketable design put on a fucking shirt. Um... You know, I think uh, raw time, that could be something. Um, let's get to the list. You know, uh, it, it, it's just, it, 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 you know, there's a few. I don't think I'll do it. I don't have any plans on doing it. I just, it's... If, here's what I'll say. If, me, if, if... 
if everybody at once reached out at me, reach out to me, and I will listen. Not everybody at once, but like yeah, good, a good good proportion of you all reached out to me and said we would be willing to buy merch. I'll do it. If um, you reach out to me and say never consider doing merch, and I hope you kill yourself, then I won't do it. Or the, actually, I still might do it because that's fun. That's fun, right? It's fun. But we got to get to the list. Because I have to piss and shit. Um, I've been noticing that there a lot of people have some inappropriate Venmo slash cash app behavior. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to act. And uh, I have observed some inappropriate behavior on these applications. And I wanted to share. I wanted to relay the information to you about what I believe is inappropriate behavior on an application like Venmo or Cash App. Okay? Are you out of your fucking skull? We could do something with that for merch. It's another one. You know, something with Jeremy Fragrance. God, I love that man. But those are for the Patreon viewers. If you don't, you know, if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, then you don't. You don't even fucking get the inside joke, okay? Join the fucking Patreon. First, inappropriate Venmo or Cash App behavior. Calling the person you just Venmoed to verify that they got it. They got it. Okay? They they got it. You don't need to worry. If you got the name right, they got the money. There wasn't a glitch in the system. You just you don't have to call them. This is for uh, uh, the older users. I'll tell you, you know, if a if a mother or a father Venmos or uh, is asking you to Venmo, they for some reason can't not call you. It's insane. It's insane. Um. Next, inappropriate Venmo slash cash app behavior. Having any friends on the app, that is completely inappropriate. That tells me, that tells me that you don't have any friends in real life. And that you're struggling to make human connection. And that within the next few years, you will start to isolate yourself from society and be become, you know, a person who is susceptible to very dangerous thoughts and God willing, you, 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 you know, or God forbid, I should say, you get a weapon, people are going to die. People are going to die. Next one, having a profile picture on these applications is absolutely inappropriate, absolutely unacceptable. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Huh? Next one, giving a detailed description of what the payment is for. There's no need. The person that you're giving the money to knows why they're getting the money from you. You don't have to type out this thing. You don't have to specify why they're paying or why you're paying them. They know. They know. Next one, requesting money from somebody. Are you outside? I had somebody a few months back, probably. They requested money from me. It was like a. It was like we had discussed how much I was going to pay them, and uh, within the next couple of hours, they requested the money. Don't fucking do that. Ask them for the money the first time. If they don't give it to you, the next time you see them, say, "Hey." Uh, do you mind just shooting over the you know, 20 bucks? They'll go, oh, okay. And if they don't do it, don't request the money. Just skip to beating them to death for not giving you the money. Don't fucking request money, you fucking sociopath. Are you out of your fucking mind? There's nothing more fucking irritating than seeing that you have a fucking uh, a notification on Venmo. You go in there and they're requesting money. I will stomp your fucking jaw back into your larynx, you fuck. Don't do that. 
Jesus, fuck, what is wrong with you? They put you in the weird classes in fucking school, you little fucking creep, you little hair on the back of your fucking hands creep. Next one, getting the credit card or debit cards that they offer, you be, I mean, it is self-explanatory. Next one, using the application to purchase crypto or traditional stocks, not a good move, it's not a good look, right? If you're standing with somebody and you say, I'm going to check my stocks, I'm going to check my investments, and you click on the fucking cash app logo on your fucking screen, ain't nobody going to take you seriously, brother. That's a fact of the matter. Next one, using it to split the bill after a meal. Don't split the bill. Don't split the bill physically. God forbid you put two cards out on the table. Then you deserve death by hanging. Okay? But if you go, hey, let me pay the t- or let me, I'm going to Venmo you. No, no, no. You get them next time. Knock it off. You get them next time. That's what you do. You don't fucking split the bill and use Venmo to fucking justify the fact that you got a sandwich at a restaurant that serves primo fucking oysters with lemon, fantastic sauce. You could have got the seafood tower, the eggplant parmesan, right? The rollatini for the appetizer, maybe a couple of meatballs. Go fuck your mother. Next one. Having the link to your Cash App or Venmo in your social media bio. No thank you. No thank you. I'm sorry that you got your braces off at the age of 15 and then had to get them back on at 17. No, I don't, I'm not going to pay you. I'm, this is social media. This is social media, dear. This is not a fucking beggar's corner. This is not a nook for you to shake a can of fucking coins and ask people for money. No. And the last inappropriate Venmo or cash app behavior is being 40 years of age or older. What are you doing using Venmo or cash app? Just, just, just give them cash. If it's such a, uh, an urgent situation that you give this person money, give them cash. Go to an ATM. Enough. Venmo, I am 26 years old and I feel childish using it. For Christ. You're 40 years old and you're using Venmo. Are you outside your goddamn mind? Come on now. Come on now. That's it, though. That's the show, folks. I can give you no more. I've given you my all and that's all I can give. My all is all I can give, um, and I have to piss and shit, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show. <sighs> Come back and tell your friends, just tell your friends, tell your friends, subscribe to the Patreon, stop being faggots, subscribe to the Patreon, we've got some fantastic content over there. Um, there's about to be a huge vault dump on the Patreon, um, so... Patreon members, look out for that. And non-Patreon members, I'd say, you better get your tuchus. You go ahead and get your tuchus over there. You get your behind over there. Okay? You get your little... You get your little wagger over there. Right? You stand up and, and, and hike up your shorts and take your dumper right over there and have a seat and listen to the fantastic, exclusive content. You're going to love it. You're going to want it. You're going to need it. You're going to want more. This is like fentanyl. Is fentanyl addictive or is it just is it just murdering people? I'm assuming it has to be. I mean, it, the fentanyl might be the least addictive drug because usually when you do it once, you do too much of it and you just die. You know? Get over there. You get over there. Hey, what are you... Hey, get over there. You get over there. Go to the Patreon. Support. Love. Um, 
And as always, I thank you. You know I thank you. I know, you know you know you know that this fucking show is built on the backs of slaves. I'm joking. That's this country. I'm also joking about that. I'm appeasing the leftists. I'm trying to cast a wide net, folks. I mean, it was kind. Of, I mean, there was a lot of slave labor. It doesn't matter. We're at the end of the show. We're not going to get into this. For Christ, I'm saying thank you. Can I say thank you without mentioning slavery? Why do you make this so difficult? I can't thank you for for supporting the show and listening to the show without having to bring up slavery. Why do you do this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Huh? Why are you making this so difficult for me? I mean, everybody, there's, I, I see people get famous for such easy things. There's a kid who was like yodeling melo- uh, melodically, melodiously. What do you call it? To do something in a melodic way. Melodiously? Melodically? Melodiously? To adhere to a melody? I forget his name. There was a kid, he yodeled in the Walmart and he just got famous. Right? He got famous without being raped. He was a child who who is thriving in the show business industry starting off as a young boy and he didn't have he didn't even have to be raped. He got in he got in there from just yodeling in a Walmart and clicking his fucking heels in cowboy boots. Right? A kid yodels and doesn't get raped and he's famous. Oh, well, I want to yodel and not be raped and be famous. Right? I want to be able to thank you for listening to the show without being raped or bringing up slavery. And you make me do it. You made me do this. You made me do this. You feel good? You fucking feel good? Shame on you. Shame on you. I can't yodel. I can't yodel. I can't yodel and I can't stop being raped. So I guess I'll never be famous. Because apparently the keys to fame are to be able to yodel and not be raped. And I'm just going to fucking, I just, I'm I'm a fame repellent. I just keep not yodeling and being raped. But thank you for listening to the show. And uh, come back next week. Tell your friends. Join the Patreon. You know the drill. Just fucking thank you. Can you fucking thank you?